coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. I think for me, the most important thing is it's not always what someone has done necessarily, but what someone is committed to. And one of the things that I'm committed to is dignity and compassion for myself and and other human beings. And so so the work that I do now and um, and the way I've kind of selected my interactions inside of whether it's the music industry, whether it's inside of uh, personal development industry, whether it's the books, it's all centered around contributing into other people's lives uh, from my experience, right? From, from my, my journey um, that others would be able to, to learn from my journey and be able to expand and, and get some insights on how they may be able to do life differently for themselves if they want to achieve something great in the world. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Song, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Hello, and welcome to an episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung, and it is my honor and pleasure to welcome a dear friend, Marcus Bell. I actually always joke that he's my husband, which we will actually go into that whole little joke there in a second. Um, But he's also a dear friend. He's also actually a kick-ass, incredible, amazing human just as a human being in general, but also in the amazing things that he's accomplished, uh, both as uh, in his career and, and also as a person. He is an American music producer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, singer, social media influencer, activist, entrepreneur. He has produced music, written for, mentored, and developed some of the world's biggest superstars. And when I say that, I'm talking about names that you know, such as Nicki Minaj, Snoop Dogg. He's worked with Jay-Z, Beyonce, plus corporate clients such as Sony Music, HBO, Netflix, Amazon, Warner Brothers, uh, and other worldwide brands. He's created music for brands such as McDonald's, General Mills. He is the CEO of Bell Ringers Productions. And as you can see, he is an amazing, amazing, successful guy, but also just a, a, a fantastic human. So welcome, Marcus. It's my honor. To have you uh, Rebecca, thanks so much for having me on your your platform, right? Because uh, you. you've you've done a, a tremendous job of building a platform to bring help to humanity. I would assert, and and uh, so 
So it's my pleasure to to be able to to join your platform here. And and the first thing I want to say as I hear you talk about kind of my past journey in the entertainment industry, I, I think for me, the most important thing is it's not always what someone has done necessarily, but what someone is committed to. And one of the things that I'm committed to is dignity and compassion for myself and and other human beings. And so, so the work that I do now and um, and the way I've kind of selected my interactions inside of whether it's the music industry, whether it's inside of uh, personal development industry, whether it's the books, it's all centered around contributing into other people's lives uh, from my experience, right? From from my my journey um, that others would be able to to learn from my journey and be able to expand and, and get some insights on how they may be able to do life differently for themselves if they want to achieve something great in the world. Mm. And we're not even 30 seconds into the show. And I'm sure that everybody who's listening now already has a little window into why I wanted to have you on the show and why I think you're an amazing human being and why I just adore you so much. Mm. Um, Because um, just that alone is, is, you know, uh, we're now um, already into why um, I wanted to have this conversation with you. Yeah, there, there's something I want want to say that that just comes to my mind. So, when we look at a garden, right? So, if we look at our lives as as gardens, then inside of a garden, there's you know to have a a thriving garden, we have to have some conditions in place to make that garden grow to its full potential, right? So what are those elements? Like we all know, okay, you need to have some good soil, right? So you can't have a garden, you know, thrive and the soil isn't good, (laughs) right? Other things may grow, um, you know, in in unfertile soil or not grow. And, you know, but we're talking about fertile soil. So what is fertile soil for us, right? So that's, going inside, that's developing inside internally, right? Going deep inside, right? To make sure that that whatever it is that we're growing has enough foundation um, to, to, to grow from, right? And then there's the environment, right? So making sure that we have water and sunlight and, and all of that and, and, and make, making sure that that no weeds are around us to, to choke us out. So I know, know you talk a lot about some of those kinds of weeds, right? The narcissist weeds that, that may choke the possibility of your, your garden. But, but you know, these, are, these are, are, are things that we have to consider and that I consider, right? So I consider who's, who it is that I hang out with, right? You are a wonderful human being, and, and you know we connected on a on a soul level, right? And and so um, so I enjoy every moment that you and I spend together, and that's the same for everyone else that uh, that I have chosen to be a part of my life and 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 family, right? 
So I, I make sure that as, as soon as a, a weed shows out, I want to extract the weed from my life as quickly as possible, right? And, um, and I want to go and get some sunlight as often as possible, right? So it's easy in this environment of, of uh, being online all the time to be on the inside of a building as opposed to going outside and getting some sunlight because we need that sunlight, right? Like that. I always say, defend your light with your life. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, you have to have, there has to be a high price to pay for being in your space. Mm. Um, Because that vibrational energy has to be protected more than anything. Um, and, And that's what you're talking about, right? So, you know, I, I, I don't think there's any accident. And I want to do a shout out to our, our mutual friend, Mike Zeller, who introduced Oh, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Um, so we met actually um, at Mike Zeller's Mastermind. Um, you were invited there as a speaker and I was attending. And um, we both uh, were traveling from LA. We happened to be on the same flight. So I, I, I would pause and say, you aren't just attending, Rebecca, you were contributing, right? You were a contributor to that mastermind experience. And, and so, so this is the, the beautiful thing. When you have an offer of value to provide and you're in an environment where you can see that you can provide that, that value, you do what Rebecca did. And she made herself available to contribute her specialized knowledge inside of that mastermind environment. So yeah, she was an attendee that turned into a speaker. I did. I ended up, I offered to do a presentation on how to actually do YouTube. So mm-hmm. I did that because, you know, I've been able to to do, um, to, to um, you know, uh, be uh, successful in YouTube just in the past year. And so I did yeah. do a, a YouTube presentation. Thank you for that. Um, thank you. Yeah, but you actually, um, your presentation was actually basically what we're going to be talking about today, which was absolutely incredible and became basically the theme of the weekend, which was what's your bigger big and how are you going to create that? And, um, and it was just so powerful and impactful and it's kind of become kind of like this mantra that's been in the back of my mind ever since we had that. And I, I want to go back to our little plane ride together because we ended up traveling on the same plane ride. We get off the plane and I said, uh, you know, I, I said to Mike, because Mike was going to pick you up from the airport. Yes. And I said, oh, I'm running a car. I'll just uh, take your friend from the airport to the house, no problem. Um, and, you know, I figured we'll just go get this rental car, right? Yes. Well, it turns into this odyssey of the mind, like this like intelligence test. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it's like midnight or something and we cannot find the rental car. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, two people who've traveled literally all over the world. And it it was like, I guess because of COVID or whatever, they've moved this thing. It changed everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it took us, I don't even know how long to find this rental. And it's hurts, by the way. But yeah, so we kind of got to know each other very quickly, like trying to figure out where this rental car place was. Yes, it's kind of like if if you're going through a jungle and you just meet someone on the road and you're like, hey, I'm trying to get the water, right? We're thirsty. It's midnight. It's a jungle. And so so we we became fast friends. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, maybe like, um, the, you know... Um, the, the Wizard of Oz or something like the, the you know, the lion and the tin man. And, the, <laughs> and that's, Oz. right. And, and I, I would say that that moment was our Vegas because we, we got married. That. <laughs> yes. So it was so funny because we get to the house and, um, and, you know, and then you were actually staying in a different house. And so, um, your your suitcase was in the car, and you're like asking me for the car keys to get your stuff out of the car. Or some, you were like, "Oh, you know, do you have the car keys?" And so people like heard that, and they just assumed that we were married because our stuff was in the same car. So like, even by the end, and the, of the way we were together too, it wasn't just the, the car keys. It was like we had already bonded so right. so closely. That it looked like we were a couple. Well, you know, we showed up together and you were like, you know, oh, do you have the keys? My stuff is still in the car. And even by the end of the weekend, there were still people that were like, oh, I, I thought he was your husband like the whole weekend long. <laughs> it's so funny. So that's why we still have this kind of running um, conversation. Um which, hey, it's okay. I'm, you know, <laughs> lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> lucky me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, anyway, I, you know, you've had this incredible life. Your, your, your mom was this tennis champion. You grew up in Virginia, um, and you were a, a music prodigy. Oh, hold on a second. I, actually, I want to go back to that story. Um, because there's something important about what we went through. Okay. See, because when when you're faced with a situation that's uncomfortable, right? Where you know things aren't going perfectly, that's the moment where you really get to see how someone is. Right? It's not when things are going all rosy that you get to see a person's character. It's when things are going south that you get to really get a lens into how someone is and how they deal with adversity. And so what what was created there was we were able to see, and this is going on in the background, not not necessarily in the foreground, but what's going on in the background is we are traversing adversity together, right? And and we're not freaking out in it. We're collaborating in it. Um, you know, we're not blaming the world about it, right? And so so what got created there was 
not just you know a connection just because we were in a situation, but we were able to see something about each other. And this is this is true for all human beings, I would assert, that pay attention when things aren't going right, how people are when things aren't going right. Because then you know who you can count on when things don't go right. So I, I like to know who I can count on when things aren't, aren't going peachy cream, right? And it's good to know that. And it's okay if someone is not count onable, right? And it's okay if somebody freaks out and everything, but it's just good to know. So like I've been in environments where, uh, you know, I, I was in a, in a performance environment and this club situation and, and, you know, a gunshot went off, for example, and people were freaking out, right? But I was not freaking out. So when chaos happens in an environment, my tendency is to focus and become quiet and intentional about everything, right? So that so that's something that you know I don't know if that's uh, nature or nurture, but when things get chaotic, I have a tendency to to start focusing on solutions. Where's the where? Okay, where's the door? But we're you know like all that, these types of things. Yeah, we both were like that because I mean we we didn't get into the whole thing, but I mean it was late. We were both tired. We're like hungry. It's midnight. We've been, you know, traveling all day. You know, it's it. It was like a a couple of hours or something, or at least an hour. I mean, and yeah. they had us all over the place in the, in this airport. I mean, literally all over the place. And I mean, they they sent us to this parking garage. There's like no way to enter this parking garage. We're outside. Yeah. Adversity, obstacles. Yeah. And we're like, we're not, and we're like crossing streets. We're looking at this parking garage. There's no way to get into this parking garage. So we're like back into the airport. Okay. You know, we're asking people. We're like going back to where we got off the plane. You know, we've got our luggage. We're lugging it all over the place. I mean, it, we're sweating. <laughs> it's like we just met each other literally. Like we didn't even know each other at all. We're like, okay. I, I mean, it was seriously thrown into the pool. Um, you know, like the, one of those escape room things, but actual life. Uh, you know, I mean. Um, and, 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 you know, we're both looking at each other. And at one point you were like, I know that we're both very intelligent people. (laughs) Like we actually had to say that to each other. (laughs) Right. Something is not working here. (laughs) How can this be happening? Right, 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 right. You, you have an attorney background. You've seen contracts. Created multi-million-dollar businesses, and uh, you know, I've I've not done too shabby myself, right? We can People figure out getting to a rental the car. World. <laughs> <laughs> we just got off the plane for the first time, and you know, how can this be happening to us? I mean, my God, yeah. I mean, it was bad. Um, I mean, it, we are and, not. Excited. And 
it was yeah, the situation was was a you know an opportunity situation. And yeah. you know what that opportunity situation was for us. And I, I'm just I'm 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 going into our story a bit because because there there are nuggets of value inside of of that, right? So it was an opportunity situation. It was an opportunity for us to to know each other in a different way that would not have happened if everything had gone perfectly. If we got off the plane, the car was there, we hopped in, right? But it 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 is giving us a story to talk about on on your platform, right? But but it also uh, gives us a deeper connection, and and that's I guess that's what I'm pointing to, is that um, when you look at adversity as opportunities, then it's an opportunity for you to know yourself better, but it's also an opportunity for you to know others better, right? And and understand, uh, you know, that you you have an amazing flower with you, right? That you are, that you're amongst a flower or you're amongst a weed, <laughs> right? And and um, in a very you know thrown into environment for you to to discern that oh wow this is someone. That uh, that I could actually I could be around this person, and we could probably traverse a whole bunch of other situations together. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So good. So good. Coming up, more on negotiate your best life with Rebecca Zone. When I say golden moment, I mean this is this is the the way I think about things, right? I think about things as there's not failure. There's feedback, there's opportunity for growth experiences, there's, there's an opportunity to deepen. So I, I feel like I've connected more with my emotional self. I feel like I've uh, connected more with my relational self. I've become more and more expressed, right? I feel freer, actually. When it comes to the safety of a child in a divorce case involving alcohol abuse, there is no compromise. Take back power, strength, and truth from the narcissist in your life with documented proof of sobriety. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking when a child's safety is at risk. Soberlink's real-time alerts make it easy to negotiate with any party Judges can rest assured that the child is safe. Attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. Get an exclusive $50 off your device by emailing info at soberlink.com and mentioning Negotiate Your Best Life podcast. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high-conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. I am a big believer that we do need to listen to our insights and figure out 
what is our purpose here on the planet? And then really follow what that message download is. And now we return to today's show. I want to make sure that we dig into some of the stuff that you talked about in your talk um, when you spoke to us. And um, because there's so many good nuggets in there as well. Um, and I, I want to make sure we don't run out of time to get to that because okay. you really, really pushed on us. And um, you didn't just say, hey, uh, what do you want to do? What, what do you want from your life? You, you didn't just say that. You were like, okay, now what? Now what's what's even bigger than that? What's even bigger than that? So go into some of that exercise that you did with us because... It was really, really powerful. Yeah. So I have a, a collaborator um, that that I've been. Uh, I'm actually launching a, a LinkedIn Wealth and Impact Bootcamp with. His name is Daniel Burris. Okay. And Daniel is, uh, you know, New York Times bestseller. He's a futurist, and he he he's about innovation and 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 so forth. And and so so we've been collaborating on, on this LinkedIn project, but um, but Dan, some a couple of years ago, had planted uh, this seed of bigger bigs with me, okay, and and so inside of that mastermind environment, and I, I love this aspect of helping people. You know, grow their their wealth, grow their impact in the world, grow their visibility. Right? Is is the the opportunities to engage with people, right? The opportunities to to help excavate greatness, right? That everyone, I believe, everyone has, and um and and everyone can access a deeper level of that. And so, the bigger big is is um is is what I call it. Right, um, and you know, coming out of the seed that that Dan planted with me, and so uh, I've because of my music background, like I realized as a music producer that my responsibility in a recording studio with an artist is to bring out their greatness, right? Is to see something inside of them, inside of their story. As a songwriter, inside of their voice, like whether it's texture or tone or or emotion, to be able to capture that on a recording so that that gets projected out to the world, or whether that is just a way of being or 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 a a, a spirit or energy that gets put into the music as they are representing themselves in in a musical form, right? So my responsibility in that environment as a music producer is to one, see their greatness, okay? And then two, help them discover that thing that I may see that they can't see or something that they have some insight into, but they they can't access it by themselves. See, because we can't always access it by ourselves. By myself, Without Zoom, without a mirror, you know, I can't see my own eyebrows. But you, Rebecca, can see my eyebrows and I can see your eyebrows, right? And so the same thing 
with recording artists or with entrepreneurs or with whoever it is that I'm working with, they can't see their eyebrows, but I can see their eyebrows, right? And so, um, and so my my role inside of environments like this, whether it's a training environment or whether it's a recording studio, is to see that and then help that get discovered and projected into the world. So whether that's through music or whether that's through someone's entrepreneurial endeavor, whether that's through someone's political campaign, whatever that is. And and so inside of that mastermind uh, group, when I was presenting, that's what that was. That was, uh, you know, the part of the exercise was the articulation of what everyone's value was that they were projecting into the marketplace. And then, you know, we got to producing and we produced something that was individual, but also group. And that thing that was group, the bigger big, so is the the purpose that you hold for humanity. That's what was really going on there, was we were accessing everyone's purpose for humanity beyond whatever your offer is. See, a lot of times, the way people look at their lives, they look at their lives from what they do, right? Their offer, okay, I'm a lawyer, I'm a lawyer, I'm an accountant, I'm a coach, I am a whatever it is. I'm a musician, I'm an artist, I'm, I'm a, right? But that may not be your contribution to the world. That may be your access point to your contribution in the world. So you can be a lawyer who's committed to equity and compassion for humanity. So if you're a lawyer that holds that as your purpose and your law practice is your vehicle for having that realized, do you think things might be different in terms of how that law practice interacts with with the clients that come in? Right? Right. That's the bigger big. So the bigger big is not what you do it's like the bigger purpose. It's the soil. So what what we were working on then in that mastermind was we were working on the soil level, right? We were getting into the soil. And so, and the plants that manifest out of that soil, you know, you you, you you're either working on a flower or you're working on a tree, right? Or you're you're becoming a sequoia tree. Right where you're connected to other trees, and so so inside of the garden uh, that that environment was that's 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 the level that we were working on. So the bigger big for people who are listening here is yeah. So the bigger big is your deeper deeper, right? It is, and 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 that is what your contribution is to humanity. And this is for everyone, uh, I would assert, to discover. And it's not just purpose, okay? So purpose is, 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 is one way to access it, right? It's a door into it. But it goes deeper than that, right? It, it goes deep because purpose can also get conflated with your doing, right? So my purpose is, a, is to help people make money. Right. Well, what is that going to give 
people once they make money. For some people, making money can be detrimental to them, right? Because that's not the aim. So what can they do with that resource that actually can help people? And so if we look at like things like the Meyer, you know, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and, and so forth, we look at the studies of like Aristotle and Plato and, and philosophers. I'm a, I'm a student of philosophy and social psychology and behavior and high performance and, and all that. And I, I bring that into to my programs like Wealth and Impact Bootcamp and bringing that into like the LinkedIn Wealth and Impact Bootcamp. Right. It's like, it's like, okay, now once you get beyond purpose into your stand for humanity, okay, now you're able to build what it is that you do, your activity of life from a deeper place. And we know that the deeper you go, the bigger the the thing it is that you're building can go, right? So if you're going on a shallow surface level, it can only grow so 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 far, or is it going to top topple over, right? Because it's, it's not it doesn't have enough foundational support, right? I'll, I'll take out take it out of the garden into skyscrapers, right? So it's like the way they build skyscrapers, they go deep, right? For it to be, become a skyscraper, and so, so like that in our lives, the deeper we go, and this is where personal development and training and courses and and you know I I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in between these ears, and 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 between you know and inside of these rib cages and inside of my 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 development right as a as a being, so the deeper that I've I've invested in myself the greater the things that have been produced in the world for myself and others. And I've been able to help other people produce in the world, right? Because I've taken the time and invested those resources, time, money, attention, and so forth into my own development. And so so that's what I would say about the bigger big. For those of you that are interested in accessing something bigger than what it is that you're doing, then this is the conversation that you want to have with yourself. And, and if you are around uh, a bunch of fertile people, okay, and I recommend that, that you put yourself around a bunch of fertile, <laughs> fertile people, uh, you know, people that, that are also in alignment with doing something bigger in the world, right? Intentionally designing your life in that way, then you will see the results. The things that you go after once it, it is uh, rooted in your bigger big for humanity, then it will thrive beyond your recognition than what you would even imagine. So much good stuff in there. So much good stuff in there. And and I, for those of you who are listening, I want you to go back and listen to this episode again because what he's saying, you're not going to be able to get it all. And just like listening to this one time, like you're going to have to listen to this a couple of times. But, um, but you know, I, I want to just kind of summarize what he's saying by saying you, you don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. And you have to become that before you can have it. And this also segues very nicely 
into something that I want to bring up. And I know we're kind of out of time, but this is something really, really good that I, I need to make sure I get in. Okay. And that is um, shifting into um, having the right people in your life who are um, going to help you get to that next level and, and who are vibrationally at the same, who are uh, vibrating at the same level that you are. And sometimes, uh, and I just talked about this with Gary Zukoff. I, I just interviewed Gary Zukoff because he just has a new book out. Um, do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. Who's, who's okay, that? so he's a, Oprah's actual spiritual teacher. He's been on Oprah 37 times and she has his book, Seat of the Soul, on his nightstand. And um, I his book is like one of my Bibles as well. And Mm. He talks about how, um, you know, vibrationally, you know, we, it, it, this is not a, a judgment or a moral thing. This is really just a physical thing or a metaphysical thing. Like, mm. you know, we are all vib vibrational beings. We're beings of energy. And sometimes people vibrate at certain hertz levels and other people are at lower hertz levels or different hertz levels. Mm -hmm. And it's not anything that you can judge. It's just you know, radio waves and light waves don't coexist with each other, right? Um, and so sometimes people have what I refer to as expired futures because mm -hmm. you're just maybe vibrating on different levels at some point. Um, and, you know, maybe you're just moving in different directions. And at one point you were vibrating at the same level and at some point maybe you're going in different directions. And you are actually personally finding yourself in that place mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. um, and um, a lot of people who listen to me, follow me, find themselves in that place. And, you know, a lot of people are finding themselves in toxic relationships, narcissistic relationships, whether it's in a business or a personal uh, situation. That is not your situation. I want to make sure I say that. Um, mm -hmm. But... Uh, you are finding yourself in an expired future situation with your wife. Um, but I want you to just talk about that a little bit and how you are kind of using that as an opportunity for growth and, and learning. Yeah. So so what Rebecca is talking about is um, I'm getting divorced. And so, so I'm, I'm in what I call a golden moment. And what I mean by golden moment, so, so at least in, in my life, and this is how I look at things, there are moments throughout my journey that I can point to where um, an event happens and it becomes a catapult event uh, for a new chapter, right? And so, uh, so I... I am in, inside of going through uh, the separation process and 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 the divorce process. I recognize that this has been for me a golden moment to really evaluate and look at my closest relationship, which is my love relationship. Okay, and so. Uh, so my marriage, right? So I, I look at 
at my wife. Now we are not officially divorced yet, but we are separated, right? She has been perfect, the perfect wife for where I've been, right? And then, and then there's what I'm creating for my future uh, in terms of love relationships. And what has, uh, knowing what I know now, right, about psychology and personality and, and, and how relationships work, how the male brain works, how the female brain works in terms of relationships and, and the practices needed in order to have things sustained and all of that and, and what I'm creating out in the world and who's, who's the person to be a, a fit, who's that, that woman that I would want to have with me to hold what has been created, what is being created, the, the communities being created, and so forth. It's given me an opportunity to look at that and, des- and, and design what works and what doesn't work for romantic relationships for me, right? And, and so, uh, so I've been given this golden moment, right? Which I had no idea that I was going to ultimately end up having a golden moment inside of romantic relationships to be able to, to, uh, to redesign what that looks like uh, in, in my life. But because uh, what I understand from COVID, there has been an increase in the amount of divorces. Yes. Right? So yeah. all, all, you know, I have some, uh, you know, some friends that have shared with me like, oh my gosh, like some of the divorce attorneys that I know, they're being inundated, flooded with business, right? Because of the golden moment that COVID has provided everyone to assess, look at their lives, you know, what is it that I'm doing right now? Is this what I want to be doing? And the same thing in relationship. What am I doing in this relationship? Do I want to actually stay in this relationship or is this an opportunity for me to reinvent what relationship is? And so for me, I'm in the reinvention of what relationship is uh, in, in, in my world like that. And, and it's okay, right? It doesn't mean you have to oh, make- Oh, it's great. It's great. It's, it's, when I say golden moment, I mean, this is this is the the way I think about things, right? I think about things as there's not failure, there's feedback, there's opportunity for growth experiences, there's there's an opportunity to deepen. So I, I feel like I've connected more with my emotional self. I feel like I've uh, connected more with my relational self. I've become more and more expressed, right? I feel freer, actually. And, and so these are the golden moment byproducts of an event that some people will look at, oh, gosh, that's horrible, this, that, you know, like that. But it's a common thing. And, but I'm going about a common thing in what I would, you know, what I've been told is an uncommon way. So, so it's a reinvention of relationship. And so, uh, so I think the analogy of expired uh, probably doesn't fit in my case, right? Because I've had relationships in the past that, you know, it definitely had an uh, expiration date. In our case, we have a daughter. So it's, I look at it more as a reinvention of relationship. Mm-hmm. So we're co-parenting. 
mm-hmm. and this amazing six-year-old, right? And and so and we're collaborating. It's a collaborative effort. And so so one of the by you know one of the beautiful byproducts of our marriage was you know Melanie, right? Our six-year-old. And so so we we have the opportunity to to um, you know to take our joys of life and and our experiences of life and provide an example of wow actually you know people can divorce and still collaborate and co-parent in a a way that's not you know uh, destructive and so that's the way I like to go about life and and my most important relationships is where can it not be destructive right it's, it may be disruptive, but it won't be destructive. Right? Wow. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Um, where can people find out more about you and connect with you and all that good stuff? Yes. So uh, the best way to uh, to access me actually is in the program environment, right? And so if someone is interested in accessing their bigger big, if they're interested in uh, growing their visibility and their impact in the world, if they're interested in building their wealth and understanding what wealth is, you know, it's not just money that's wealth, right? Um, And so if they see that for themselves and they want to interact with what I have to offer as as value to, to help, grow the garden and the skyscrapers that they are, then the best way to access me um, is to go to wealthandimpactacademy.com. So that's wealthandimpactacademy.com. That's one place. Or they can go to wealthandimpactbootcamp.com. Either one of those will kind of bring you into the the world that we've been talking about here. Uh, I am on social media, on Instagram at Bell Ringer Music. So, uh, and across other platforms, or you can find me on LinkedIn, right? So that's another best way to, to get me is on LinkedIn, like that. All right. Um, Marcus, it is always a pleasure. And I just, I'm so um, honored to be your friend and your um, your 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 wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and uh, and for those of you who are listening, we're not actually married, but you know, because now right, it's, right, uh, right. Rebecca's married. I'm married, <laughs> but we're you know. <laughs> anyway. Because now it's the all out there, you know. You heard the story, right? You heard the story. So. Make sure you listen to the whole podcast, yes. It's like, don't take this out of context. I don't want to get Rebecca in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, thank you so much. I adore you. This has been so fun. Yeah, I love you. And um, for those of you who are listening, you know, access your bigger big. Uh, you have a big contribution to make. Discover what that is and go after it with all your heart. Mm, Definitely. 
Thanks for stopping by and listening to this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Check back next Monday for more inspirational pearls of wisdom. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love if you would give it a five-star rating and tell me what you liked in a review on iTunes. Also, be sure to grab your winning negotiation cheat sheet at winmynegotiation.com. And remember, today is a perfect day to start negotiating your best life. Thank you.